Hello everyone, welcome back. My name is Nat and today I have a fantastic guest on the show. This is the Curiosity Complex and before we get into it, I have a few things to say to you all. Don't worry, you're not in trouble. Basically, very, very recently, as in of like last night of recording this episode, I hit a thousand listens on the podcast. So thank you to everyone, every single person that's listening right now and to everyone beforehand, maybe they're not listening now, but those people still thank you so much because honestly, like, like I've said before, the, the listen counter is not something I've been massively interested in because I don't think that's healthy for me. Um, and I'm rather doing this to talk to people that I'm interested in and have interesting conversations. So yeah, it's been fantastic. Like 1k is definitely a goal that I thought about and it's not, not an unhealthy goal. That's for sure. Um, so I guess the next goal is 2K. So let's let's push on. And I'm hoping, to be honest, there's a lot of guests I've got coming up. Um, like this episode, as you'll hear a bit later, I'm hoping we'll get quite a bit of traction. And um, there's a couple of guests later on as well who have got quite big followings, which I'm so excited to talk about. Um, so, yeah, I mean, thank you guys so much. It's been incredible. Um, I'm going to be a bit overshadowed in this podcast, but I will say it. I've got 150 likes on Facebook, so thanks to everyone who's liked that as well. If you haven't yet, just go go do it. That'd be great. Um, although Craig is going to definitely show me up on that one. Um, so, yeah, this is also the first guy that I've never really spoken to, never met, never met like um, over the phone, never talked to over the phone and like that. Um, my first ever guest that I basically don't know. And I'm extremely excited because that's another big goal for me. You know, I want to get people that I don't necessarily know at all through any kind of connection um, to talk to me on my podcast. So this is the kind of the first step. So thank you, Craig, firstly, for coming on. Um, and I'll let you kind of talk a bit about yourself to the people listening. Nice one. Thank you very much. And I'd like to start off by congratulating yourself for um, 1,000 listens. That's great, Mark, for yourself. Obviously, you've not been doing this a long time so it's that's that's a outstanding achievement and i'm sure the the next thousand will come pretty soon to be honest with you I hope um, so. as for myself i run a sports journalism page called sport thought on facebook and other social media platforms twitter youtube but our biggest following is on facebook where we have over 2000 likes yeah that's um <laughs> yeah 150 to 2k i mean i'd rather be in your position but it is what it is um i, I honestly believe uh it will come to you i really do um yeah. i didn't think when i first started that i didn't get anywhere near 2000 likes it was like you said um it's just to have a chat with people and get to know different people yeah yeah exactly yeah well it's uh it's good to talk to someone we were saying before this um, before I start recording this, me and me and Craig were having a chat, and um, it, we were saying it's quite it's quite interesting because you're you obviously talk to people in kind of interview style yourself, and you were saying it's a bit odd to be on the other end of it, which I found really interesting. Um, so let's talk a bit about how we know each other. Firstly, because um, we recently, well, I, I recently had an episode with uh, Kyle Rowlands, who's an MMA fighter, sorry, a Muay Thai fighter. Um, yeah. He's He's sponsored by you guys, isn't he? Yeah, so Kyle, we know through uh, my partner in in Sport Thought, not my actual partner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> although some people may get the, the wrong end of the, the stick. Like, but... 
is it even a friendship if it's uh, if you if there's aren't doubts? But um, very true, very true. Um, yeah. So my partner Mike, he's known Kyle through school, and at the beginning of uh, of the journey, uh, we we were thinking about people that we could potentially interview, and Kyle came up quite pretty early. Um, we we did an interview with Kyle and. We just thought we'd throw it out there about potentially sponsoring him um, in the hopes of getting Sport Thought out there in the hopes of uh, promoting Kyle as well. So usually you'd have to pay to sponsor somebody. Like we sponsor a few local footballers and it's usually £25 a go. And um, with Kyle, he just said, yeah, no worries. Um, You don't have to pay us any sponsorship fee. Said if you want to, if you want me to wear a Sport Thought T-shirt down to the ring, happy to do that. If you ever want to come down and do some interviews, or come down and get shown the ropes by me, that that's completely fine. So yeah, Kyle's uh, Kyle's helped us out a hell of a lot. To be to be truthfully honest, um, we've interviewed him on a few occasions. We've we're actually interviewing him again, um, coming towards the end of the month because he's got a fight coming up. So. Yeah. yeah, Kyle's a great guy, as you know yourself. So. Yeah, yeah. Very true. I mean, he's, uh, if you haven't listened to that podcast, definitely do, because it's a great, really great insight to his his mind and what it's like inside of a, a fighter's head. Yeah. Um, he's also got a big announcement coming up, which I'm so excited to tell everyone, so I'm definitely going to get him on again. Um, so, yeah, Craig, um, how about you tell us a bit about your kind of background? So, my background in... In sport, we'll say. Um, I went to university to study media studies. And as part of that degree, I did a a, a journalism module. Although at the time I wasn't actually that interested in journalism, I'd rather rather have done that than a few of the other options. Yeah. Um, And as part of that module, we had to make our own website and obviously carry out some interviews so during that um during those assignments i interviewed a few footballers a few a few wrestlers which is a bit different cool yeah um and then at the time my my website was called cr media which yeah it takes a a lot of creativity (laughs) cr media which is just craig roberts media yeah yeah um and Really, from there, um, I started working with my local football team, and I was just a social media manager where I just posted uh, the upcoming fixtures and the scores. And um, it was through working through uni and with my local team, I was able to produce my first video. So, um, the video I produced was something very similar to Soccer AM's interview oh, yeah. style yeah and um that's what created uh, my series information but we'll talk about that a bit later on yeah. it's a bit early in the timeline for that um yeah, yeah then a few uh, political issues at the uh, at my local football team <laughs> yeah <laughs> led to me leaving or getting offered a role at Handidno Football Club who at the time were in the Welsh Premier League Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, and I thought, I thought I was absolutely class. I was thinking of it in like football terms, how I was getting a transfer from <laughs> the lower leagues to 
<laughs> yeah. to like the Welsh Premier League. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I've got to say thanks to Edred Jones, who who's the person that brought me through at Chemice Bay. He got my first report published in the Hollyhead and Anglesey Mail. So he he had a lot to do with the the start of what would be sport thought. Yeah. Then going back to Candidno, I'd done an interview with Ewan Williams, who's now the Ernest Morn manager, and obviously he was then Candidno manager. And yeah. we interviewed him um, with the with the hopes to publish it on the CR Media website. Yeah. That never that never happened. I, I just <laughs> interviewed him, never published it. Yeah. Um, and then that's when he asked me to join. Um, I met some great people there. Met uh, a lad called Sam and Matt, a lad called Reese. But the the travelling from Chemice Bay, where I'm from, to Chandidno was just too much on a match day. Yeah. And at, towards the end of my time with Chandidno, I was thinking about producing my own uh, my own media outlet, which obviously became Sport Thought. Um, but the lad Reese that I I met at Chandidno, he'd he produced a a logo a logo for me for my first podcast. Oh yeah, my podcast that only has one episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> since about two years ago. Yeah, um, but it was that logo that he created that I have stuck to even now. So. At some point, we've had this discussion. At some point in the future, I'm going to have to pay him for his services <laughs> because um, put that off as long as possible. Yeah, yeah. Because basically, um, he just he just done it as an intro to my podcast. Yeah. And then at one point, I just paused it halfway through, and that's how it came up with the Sportport logo. Basically, and I thought, John, that really looks cool. So. I'll just uh, I'll just nab that and stick it as my logo, basically. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Reese, if you listen to this, mate, um, want to make it big time? I'll pay you back. <laughs> um, Perfect. Um, so yeah, then after Candidno, um, I started up Sport Thought May first, two thousand eighteen. So uh, that's where I posted my dissertation, which was focusing on Chemice Bay Football Club and at the the Lee, uh, sorry, that season they actually folded. So it, although it was good viewing because yeah. in my dissertation the the club fold and we had a lot of raw emotion. Yeah, for yeah. me it was it was quite hard because obviously they're my local team. I'd I'd rather me not record that or film that, but um, that done quite well, and that's led me on to do other video projects but the the whole reason why I started Sport Thought was because I wanted grassroots uh, like sports personalities to to have a an outlet to to be able to get recognized be noticed and I thought there was a gap in the market there for for me to do that yeah Um, you've got a lot of uh, local-based journalists that focus mainly just on football, and to be honest, Joe, that was that was my plan. I was I was thinking just football because that's that's what like what I know. That's that's my bread and butter. But um, 
my dad said that <laughs> you bet you you've just opened up your horizons. Um, don't just don't just pigeonhole yourself. Yeah. And it was actually my dad that came up with the sport thought name. So. Oh, good. Yeah, he'll be he'll be quite uh, happy to to hear his name mentioned. Yeah, like, shout out to dad. Shout out to dad. Yeah, because I I I try and uh, blag people and say it was me that came up with it, but I'm not I'm not that creative. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, and since then it's it's just been excellent, really. I I had the opportunity to work with a, a local broadcasting company called Telemorn with uh, with Tidder Evans, who had worked uh, with likes of BBC, S4C, and that's where I st- I produced information. And um, I'm still producing that now, yeah. hoping to actually film the next episode this week. Cool. And yeah, we um, unfortunately we're not filming with Telemorn anymore, but it's all going on the Sport Thought page. If any listeners want to check us out, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. Um, so yeah, we've worked with some really good clubs, really good people, and it was through that that a embroidery. Um, company called Seren Embroidery helped us get our logo on the Karakamed football team's shirt. So that was another massive milestone for Sport Thought. Yeah, but for a club to uh, to have our name on their on their kit week in week out was just massive. I've got to say thank you to uh, to Gez and Matt at DDR Racing. They were so influ- influential at the uh, the start of our. Our careers really. Um, we've recently joined up with a fighting promotion called Extreme Promotions, Adam Brindley, um, and that that was a great basis for us to be able to share our articles because they work more towards Liverpool way, so we get to broaden our are there avenues there it's not yeah, just yeah. people on Wales that are seeing our stuff it's people all over really yeah um yeah and that's oh and the other thing um we got into the finalists of the best new content creator um for the national blogging awards that's awesome and we were invited to the Etihad uh, Man City's ground yeah unfortunately we didn't win but for for our name to be to be yeah. announced as a finalist yeah. was yeah. was massive, and we had so many people vote for us. It's it was it was so lovely to to see. Really, we had a few bigger um, blogging pages like Club Pell Droid who were who were going on six thousand likes, yeah, uh, publicly voting for us. Basically, so so yeah, that's um, that's really the. The basis of uh, sport thought, really. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, congratulations on the on the finalist thing. That's so cool. Thank you very much. Um, like I said, unfortunately, we didn't win, like, but it was still well, massive yeah. for us, like. Yeah, yeah. To be to be a finalist in the first place is a fantastic achievement. So it's not, yeah, nothing to be sniffed at, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So the the guys that beat us were, um, like, I think. I think they focused on Aston Villa Football Club and they had some like 6,000, 7,000 wow. likes. And at the time, we were on like 800. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, great achievement in the first place, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. So we were just happy to be there. And like for, for, for Sport Thoughts to get announced at the Etihad Stadium was, was, was amazing. 
Although yeah. I'm a Liverpool yeah. fan myself, I'll uh, I'll take it. Like, I'll yeah. Take it. yeah. Okay, so um, what is kind of the motivating factor for you then when it comes to sport thought and why why you do such a good job of you know portraying um, athletes in the in the kind of grassroots level of sport? So obviously, I d- I don't make a single penny from what I do, and. Money, money is not a motivator for myself. That's that's why I've got a full time job. Yeah. Um, but I I just like the fact that through our page we can we can promote athletes that would maybe never get heard of, and that that really does motivate me to get to to sit down and write articles near enough every day. Um, yeah. 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 Really, that's that's about it. I. I our our motto is support local talent um, or supporting local talent, uh, and that's that's what we set out to do. Um, we we like to sponsor a few players every season and sh- show that we are we are really supporting um, any any athletes, any clubs, any any charities that happen throughout the year. We've just posted about Movember with uh, Bangor University students. Yeah, yeah. We 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 just try and uh, try and help out people that maybe would would just uh, fall through the cracks, really. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I mean, it's really honourable that you. I didn't actually know that you had a full time job, and then did this on top of that. That's an amazing, really really amazing thing to do. Um, just out of interest, what is your full time job? So I work as a learning support. Um, yeah, a load of support in a college in yeah. on the uh, the media course, and I also do some uh, teaching hours as well. So, oh, cool. So yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, um, just to interrupt a second, if I don't know if you all can hear it, but one of my dogs is going mad. Um, so if you can hear her howling, um, because she can't get in the room with me, then I apologise. I'm trying to mute myself as best I can. Um, and it must be quite frustrating for you, Craig, to keep seeing me unmute and mute, etc. But um, yeah, so, okay, next question. Let's move on. How about, um, I mean, you mentioned some of it with the Etihad and things like that, but what have been some of the other kind of biggest moments for you and Sport Thought in general? Well, to, um, to be honest with you, we, we, we love it when we get like really big interviews. So we've, We've interviewed uh, Dion Donahue, who at the time was playing for Portsmouth. Yeah, he he used to play locally for a team called Bededen, and through Ricky Williams, Bededen's manager, we were able to interview him, and that that obviously created a big pop on the page. Got quite a few likes from that. But other than the the big interviews, uh, we've been into we've been invited to charity events at Chester's. Uh, Chester's ground, and that was amazing. We met yeah. the likes of uh, Danny Murphy, ex Liverpool, Trevor Sinclair, people like that. So it was it was nice to be uh, to to walk into the stadium and and say, uh, are, "Are you press?" And it was like, "Yeah, uh, we're Sport Thought." Yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, nice one through through the uh, <laughs> press area." So it was it was quite nice to to go to a uh, professional establishment yeah. and uh, and actually be recognised. It was a uh, it was a weird feeling because obviously we we were there with the likes of the BBC and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, it's, it was quite an amazing experience, really. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't 
we didn't get the opportunity to interview the likes of Danny Murphy and that, but it was just nice to be in that in that area with them, really. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, I can imagine. That's amazing. That's like me going on a or like because I, I I don't know. Um, oh, you mentioned the ones you listened to. There was one with a guy who talks about his PhD in snakes and running and stuff, um, wow. which I'm pretty sure is just the title of the thing. I can't remember what I called. I think pretty much I I called that episode was like PhDs snakes and running. Um, nice. So it was a yeah, it was a really good episode, and he mentioned he went on a podcast with because um, I'm really into reptiles and snakes and stuff. Cool. I've I've actually got a bearded dragon. Have you? Oh shit! That's awesome. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> I remember that. So yeah, he was talking and he was like, "Oh yeah, I've been on this podcast," and I was like, "You what? It's like one of those massive. It's not massive. It's not got a, a humongous following. Like millions of people don't listen to it, but it's got a, a pretty good, modest size following." And I was like, "There's." Like that's the dream for me to go on a podcast, a bit like you know yourself when you you're being in, in the room with the BBC and getting let into the press area, etc. Yeah, be like me going on to podcast with with these guys that I've listened to for months now. I've been like they're like gods in my head. They're like the podcast gods, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm <laughs> in the same I'm in the same vicinity as these people, sort of thing. Yeah, uh, so. nice. Do you know what we were speaking about before that the uh, the national blogging awards? Yeah. Is is there something similar to that for for bloggers or? I not. I honestly don't have a clue. Um, I mean, I yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe if there is, then it might be a goal for me to try and get to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, currently I have no idea. That thought has not entered my mind. I mean, if if someone nominated me for that, I would be literally over the moon. But I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even sure if they exist. To be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely something worth looking into. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just I'm just kind of currently, currently trying to grow, grow the podcast as much as possible, really. Um, yeah, definitely. But... Like I, I listened myself to, uh, to True Geordie. I don't know if you're familiar with True Geordie. Um, no, unfortunately not. No, I, I definitely advise you to uh, listen to him. You, you must be a, uh, a Joe Rogan fan. Oh, I am. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and to be truthfully honest with you, I, I really like your presenting style. I think. Um, that's one thing people pick up on really quickly is your your presenting styles really like comes across really friendly, really like just really real basically. So thank you, I really appreciate that. So. I, I hope uh, I hope you get loads of listeners and and you you really do become big because you you just seem a genuine guy. To be fair to you, mate. Thank you. You're gonna make me cry. Stop it. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. No, no worries at all, mate. Okay. Um. Wow. All right. Well, um, let's, uh, well, you've stumped me, Craig. Stop it. <laughs> Sorry about uh, that, mate. <laughs> okay. So, um, right. I'm on track. What does the, uh, what does the future hold for yourself and sport thought? Um, so my, myself personally, I would like to be a full-time media, um, teacher. Yeah. And I'd love to be teaching some sort of journalism on that course. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's personally um, for sport thought. I'd like to produce more more video based um, content. That that was that was the whole plan to begin with. But obviously, video cameras and posted on Facebook. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a massive gulf in price. price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like being able to just write is is great because it's free. Do you know what I mean? You could. You can publish people's stories for free, um, whereas getting hold of 
um, recording equipment, and then then going on to edit as well. It just oh, takes yeah. a lot more time and a lot more more money. But thankfully, uh, we're now in the position where we can start creating more video based uh, content, and that's the plan. We've got we've got a a very good series ready to go, and I, and we really think that people will enjoy it. Um, I can't let you know what it is because, oh, no. because oh, I don't no. want anyone taking the idea because I, I really do think it'd be great. And <laughs> we, through that, we actually, no, I'm not going to say too much. I'm just going to say that um, hopefully the first episode will be dropping soon. Yeah. And you might see a familiar face in it. Not just mine, but a familiar face. Okay. Okay. That's very cryptic. I like it. Yeah, that's that's as far as I can go, really. I don't, <laughs> oh, I don't want anyone else taking the idea. Yeah, yeah. It's, gonna, it's been I'm in gonna... the bank for a good year, so uh, <laughs> thankfully no one's no one's taken it yet. Yeah, yeah. Now, on, on that note, to be fair, I know when we first when you first approached, um, you messaged the page because I obviously interviewed Kyle and he mentioned you guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, you said have you thought about going onto YouTube? Yeah. Uh, and ever since you sent that, you know, I have actually been thinking. About, I hadn't thought about it to start with when you before you said that. Um, I didn't think it was a feasible option. But then, obviously, like you mentioned, you know, the Joe Rogan experience is is definitely on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's kind of my one of my end goals is to be like Joe Rogan and have my own recording studio. Um, the first cool. the first thing is to get through Christmas and hopefully get a um, get a like purpose like purpose built mic. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hope Santa sorts me out with that. Um, Hopefully, the yeah. big man pulls through. Yeah, yeah, he he often does. So we'll see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, you know, it's one of those. I guess, uh, like you mentioned, with the price, have you guys got your own kind of camera set up for Sport Thought yet? Yeah, we 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 have been borrowing a setup. Yeah, um, but like obviously, recently we've we've been able to get our own stuff. But like I said, it's it's. The, the price of cameras these days is crazy, man. Um, yeah. And not not just that, it's that, obviously, if we do a series, I'd like myself and Mike to be involved. Yeah. That means then you need a third member to be filming. And true, true. yeah, true. For us, to, for us to be available, for both me, Mike, whoever we're recording with, and the cameraman to all be available on the same day. Yeah. Is, is massive like um with with mike he's he's uh not recently had a baby but uh around the time we started his missus had a, had the child and because yeah. because of that um most of sport thought is done by myself yeah obviously he helps out when and if he can but um like obviously we wouldn't change it for the world for the world like but yeah, yeah. Um, life life just gets to the way so yeah so yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 all about planning getting the time getting the equipment <laughs> yeah that, that's yeah. probably the reason why we haven't we haven't had the opportunity to um to film the series that we wanted to really yeah yeah but it's good that it's happening soon um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. We're, fi- we're we're finding the time to uh, to both contribute to to the page. Like, yeah, like I said, I, I don't I don't 
don't have any better feelings towards her or anything. I completely understand. Like, do you know what I mean? I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't change it for the for the world. Like, um, but uh, yeah, Mike's Mike's getting more and more involved, and yeah, we're both we're both making sure that the page is up to a good standard and that there's uh, a good amount of content coming out from the both of us, really. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can definitely vouch for it. Cause, you know, from what I've seen. And ever since you started, um, you messaged me and we've started talking. I've been kind of looking at your your stuff, and it's been really, really good. I've been really impressed. That's uh, what I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's definitely definitely something I want to strive towards. But like like you mentioned, it's difficult to get because often people ask me if I say during a podcast, they're like, "Oh, but I'm in I'm in wherever. I can't I can't do a podcast with you." I'm like, no, no, it's over Skype. You're fine. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, and then I'm like, but I do want you in the same room as me because then you can get that kind of. I don't know what that is, that kind of just that personal connection that you maybe click, yeah. yeah. You wouldn't necessarily get over Skype a lot of the time because it's just there's just a kind of barrier between you and the other person. Yeah. But it, yeah, you know, definitely. Joe Rogan's already got this massive following, so he's allowed to fly people out to talk to him. Um, yeah. I don't have the means to fly someone out to sit in my study on a dog bed and talk to me about <laughs> um talk to me about their life or whatever <laughs> um yeah like i say hopefully in the future that'll happen um and hopefully you guys well with this new series it all kind of kicks off that'll be really fun to see um yeah we 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 do think the viewers will uh will like what, what's coming up like um <laughs> so so the ambition with yourself is to to actually go down the video based content as well like yeah i mean i've been told it before um I don't know if, he, if he's listening, but Ben Westwood, one of my mates, um, he, he once said to me, you should get on YouTube and do a video of yourself talking very much. like If anyone's ever seen um, the Joe Rogan experience, it's very much like that. You know, it's just two people in a room um, and a lot of podcasts do it nowadays. Um, it's just finding a place. Firstly, have a room to do it in. Yeah. And of course, you've got to get a second set of mics and all the equipment set up for that um and like i mentioned before with the guy that was talking about his phd and snakes and running trail marathons and stuff he was talking about he uses a certain type of um, editing software so that's the next you know what we had a conversation before this started saying i use anchor which isn't isn't fantastic for editing um right massive a massive pain but um once i kind of get the mic set up and then i can go into this kind of um, this new editing software that you you show me, you know, hopefully it will start to become a much more kind of uh, well drilled podcast. Because you know how some podcasts have like music in the background whilst they're doing the intro and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, whereas mine's kind of music, um, silence, my voice, and then then music at the end again, sort of thing. There's no there's no fade in, fade out, or anything like that. Which is uh, that's the kind of the goal at the moment, I think. <laughs> yeah, production values go yeah, up. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting to uh, to know. Like, it, it, what are like, what are your ambitions? Like, are you, is the ambition to to have a famous celebrity on the on the podcast? What what's the? Uh... Well, I'm uh, I'm in a similar boat to you actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the tide on you. I've got a guy that I'm speaking to in early December, who isn't. Um, if he listens to this, he's gonna be really annoyed. Um, so I apologise in advance if, if he listens to this I don't know if he will if he has time um, but he's not a celebrity and I'm, I don't think he'd he'd have any qualms with me calling him not a celebrity um, but if you all you have to do is look him up 
okay uh, then you'd realize kind of how big of a deal he is in his circle i suppose yeah uh, and globally but he's just he's one of those people have you have you ever seen i don't know if you've seen it um there's a tv show it's very american and um it's got some funny bits in it but i like to watch it sometimes it's called the good place um, um it's not it's kind of it's extremely american and it's just been put on netflix and basically has it, it got the a blonde female actress on the on like yeah yeah there's, there's a blonde female and there's like an old guy who often wears like crazy suits and stuff oh yeah my, my missus is a massive fan of it yeah yeah no the good place is basically um for those that don't know what i'm on about um, the Good Place is like a TV show um, of a woman that dies, goes to heaven, and heaven is called The Good Place and hell is called The Bad Place. And you only get into The Good Place by doing like good deeds and accumulating. Like Every good deed you do gets you a score. So if you hold the door open for an old lady or give your seat up for a pregnant woman, then you get like plus five points. Uh, but nice. if, you know, if you kill a person, you get like minus a thousand points sort of thing. Um, and he's he's one of these people... That would 100% go into the good place. Like it's just he's ridiculous as a person, um, and I can't wait to talk to him. So that's kind of that's going to be a big step for me, um, and hopefully, like you say, a, a famous person would come on eventually. Hopefully, a famous sports person. This guy isn't a sports person, but um, I guess the dream for me would be to have I don't know, like a Johnny Wilkinson or a um, uh, I don't know someone someone similar to that kind of level. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you, mate. When you were talking about The Good Place, I thought you were going to tell me that you was an actor in it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just the, just the story concept is like, is what I imagined <laughs> this guy would be like. Because he's just so, he's so incredible as a person, like the things he's done. But then I'm like, he would 100% go to The Good Place and like, not The Bad Place, you know what I mean? Yeah. Crazy. Oh, that, that's, that's, a, that's a really nice concept, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to think I'd go to the good place. To be honest with you, <laughs> what about like yourself? Being, being a teacher must get you positive points, surely. And then doing this off the kind of the spare time that you have and getting over two thousand likes on Facebook is again a massive achievement. I don't see why that wouldn't get you positive points. <laughs> I should. I should hope so, Mike. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's not get too deep into it because we're going <laughs> to. That's that's for It's going to get very real. Um, <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's delve into grassroots sports a bit more. Um, so, why would you why would you say it's kind of almost the the goal of sport thought is to grow grassroots sports and the people within it? Is that would that be right? Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd say there are a lot of interesting stories in grassroots football. There's like bonkers stories that you just you you, you couldn't imagine, basically. Um, like people that have been with the same club for like 15, 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, like people, like uh, grandfathers played in the same football team as their grandson. And yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Like it, it, it's just bonkers. You you you'd never know what to expect with uh, with grassroots football. Like it's or not even just grassroots football, but grassroots sports. Yeah. Um, when I played for for a local rugby team. Yeah, we we were playing alongside. I'm sure. I I hope I'm right in saying this. Like fifty year old blokes. Yeah, yeah. And they just they just didn't care. They were going flying into challenges, <laughs> like yeah. And like mad. If if I was 50, 50 years old and 
getting punished like that and still getting back up. It's yeah, it's crazy. Like, but you see it more and more. Like uh, grassroots football is and grassroots sports itself is, is on the up. It definitely is on the up. Um, yeah. We recently had the Island Games on the, obviously on Anglesey. Yeah, and um, Anglesey won won the actual games, uh, and there was there was three thousand people watching that. Yeah, yeah. Bear in mind, none of these lads were getting paid. The, the, this is all for like passion and love of the game. Yeah. They, I think, they had to book a week or two off work to 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 actually be able to play in the games. Wow. So crazy. So if anything, they were losing money playing, and yeah. there was three thousand people watching the finals, and I think. Yeah, yeah. Throughout the whole tournament, eleven thousand people had uh, had actually gone out and watched the game, or a game that was in the tournament. Um, and you often see it with the likes of uh, Carnarvon Football Club, when you when you get in uh, hundreds, of, maybe even thousands of people going to watch games. Um, you see the new the new Banger team that's just been recently set up. Yeah, yeah, they have four or five hundred going to home and away games. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy to see to see home support like that. But never mind going to the away games as well. So I just I, I just think that people today are getting sick of um, the amount of money that's thrown at sport like sports people, especially footballers. When yeah, yeah. when you talk about getting paid five hundred k a week. And a player getting sold for two hundred million—it's just—it's just—it's uh, just getting stupid, <laughs> yeah. really. And and yeah. the bad thing is, is it's not going to stop there. We're, we're going to be talking about players that are getting paid two, two mil a week. Yeah. That's, that's how it's going. Um, you know what I mean? When's it going to be when the first one billion pound transfer happens? It, it won't be long. Like, um, yeah. yeah. And I think people are just getting sick to death of it. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, for someone that maybe doesn't know that much about grassroots sport, um, could you maybe explain to them why it's a good thing that you're... Because it seems to me like Sport Thought is doing a really good job of improving that kind of the exposure to the general public of, of grassroots sports. And obviously, I've spoken about before, my background is in is in sport and, and health and how much sport can help people in terms of mental health and obviously physical ailments and things like that. So would you say kind of is one of the goals of sports sort to, to keep growing grassroots sport so that it gets bigger? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um if anything, I think I think not just myself, obviously, there's there's a few other there's a few other uh, companies locally that that promote grassroots sports and even the bigger companies now, uh, BBC, Scorio, people like that are now taking notice of of um of grassroots sports. Yeah, you see, you see the likes of um, Scorio, who who are very pr- uh, primarily focused on the Welsh Premier League, and they they a few on a few occasions they've come down and recorded interviews and and the matches of uh, lower league games, and I think that's because they realise that um, there's so much uh, fans of grassroots sports. That they they should start hitting that market beforehand. It was it was all focused on the Welsh Premier League because I think they viewed that as the higher quality. But but people aren't too bothered about quality of the of the of the actual players. They just want to see 
passion and like real life people. They just they just want to see stories and they want to see their local team. Like it's it's brilliant when you're watching someone S4C or BBC and you see your mate from down the road or someone that you've known for such a long time. It it just creates a massive buzz. And yeah. just help it helps grassroots all like all together basically. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so we, we spoke about football a lot, but I'm I'm aware that you guys don't just touch on football. Um so what other sports does Sport Thought kind of delve into? No, uh, I know I know I've accidentally uh, said grassroots football uh, when I've actually said grassroots sports because yeah, yeah. um I'm a massive fan of Kemais Bay Football Club, it, they, I literally live like a three-minute walk from the ground. Yeah, yeah. I I don't miss a home game, so that's that's really where my mind's at. But no, yeah, yeah. sport thought we although a lot of it is football because I'd say football is probably the most popular sport on the island. Yeah, um, yeah. and because of because of my background with Kemais Bay with Kandindo and stuff like that. Um, and I just know of more people in that sport. Yeah, yeah. But no, definitely we uh, we don't just focus on football. We focus on rugby. We focus on a lot, a lot of fighting, a lot of MMA, or boxing. Um, we've got a interview coming up soon with a well-known bare knuckle boxer. Oh wow! <laughs> so yeah, that's that's quite that's quite crazy. That is a mental um, sport. Those guys are absolute nutters. Yes, yeah. Um, I won't say too much about him in case he in case he listens to it. Like, yeah. Although, yeah, yeah. although I fancy myself, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't fancy myself against a bare knuckle boxer. Yeah, like, um, those lads are built from different cloths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he, I just he's a lovely fella. He's a lovely fella, and <laughs> I'm glad to be interviewing him. I'm not on the other side of the ring with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's. Just, just anything really. If there's a story, we're happy to cover it. Basically, yeah. Um, it's just because of the popularity of football on the island. Um, it's just easier to come across a football-based story. But yeah. that, um, in the the month of December, if you if you check out our page, it'll be primarily focused on fighting and and MMA based. Really, yeah, yeah. That's just the way it's landed because. Um, Extreme Promotions, they're running an event, so we'll be interviewing the the main event card for that. Oh, sick. Um, Kyle Rowlands is fighting. Yeah, yeah. Along with Fion, who's uh, also part yeah. of Guerrilla uh, Martial Arts. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be covering them. Um, we've got the Bare Knuckle Boxer, who we'll also be covering, and then uh, there's potentially another fighter who we're currently in talks with. So. Yeah, um, December will be the month of uh, of fighting. Really, yeah, it's just yeah. it just all depends on what falls in that month, really. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, for everyone listening, go. Um, if you're if you have any interest in fighting, as I know I do, you know, the December sounds like a good month for us all. <laughs> it's gonna be really fun. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, okay, so on a more personal level, then, um, do you do any kind of um, I know you mentioned you know you, you have a love of football and you played rugby before. Do you currently play any sports yourself? See, no, I do not. Um, I finished playing rugby a good few years ago, yeah. um, and that's because of a 
a long term injury to my to my ankle, which um, the really the the reason I started playing rugby was because the the doctor said you'll never play sport again because it happened in a football a football uh, accident, yeah. and the doctor said you'll never play sport again, uh, and really the the playing rugby was just a way to say. No, like no, I'm not listening. Basically, I'm uh, I'm gonna go ahead and prove everyone wrong. Um, I mean, you could have chosen something like you know bowls or <laughs> badminton, something that didn't involve you know collisions and stuff. Like yeah, that. Re- really thinking about it now, like um, yeah, I, I probably should have. Um, I <laughs> And when I was playing rugby, I actually got punched straight in the face as well. So, oh, perfect. Yeah, probably. Love to see it. Oh, you'd love to see me get punched in the face. No, you'd love to see people going crazy in rugby matches. <laughs> I remember I watched, um, I went to see a mate play um, for a local Anglesey team, and he and they started a fight. And there was this guy who was like six foot seven, and this one of their scrum halves, he was like five foot seven. I was like, mate, you're just not like, I appreciate the effort. But if this guy squares up to you, you're gonna die. You're like you're gonna just get sit up. down. Yeah, just don't don't bother. Don't go there. <laughs> yeah, um, I, yeah. To be honest with you, um, I was the I was the peacemaker really on the pitch. I was oh, the one yeah. that was like splitting up fights because um, as someone that's quite a hefty lad, by the time it's the 80th minute, you're you're blowing. Do you know what I mean? You're <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. blowing and. If if one of your lads gets sent off, you gotta work, and you oh. can't replace him. That means you've got to try for that extra bit. Yeah, yeah. And when you're going at 110 percent anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, yo, chill, chill out, chill out. Let's, uh, yeah, let's not get anyone sent off. Don't get sent off. Do not get sent off. That's so. But, yeah. So so really, I was just trying to act as a peacemaker because I don't, I don't want. Um, I don't. I don't want to have to run any more than what I had to. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, no. After after my injury, it was just uh, just a way to prove people wrong. I uh, got run of the match on my home debut. So yeah, it was just it was just uh, my way to just show that I could still do do something. But yeah. Obviously now I don't. I don't do anything like that. I'm. I'm contemplating speaking to Kyle about potentially training in uh, Muay Thai, like, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm uh, I'm quite I'm quite busy at the moment. Yeah, no, it sounds like it with a uh, with the amount of content you guys produce, and then on top of an already kind of full time job sort of thing, that sounds like a bit of a stretch, maybe occasionally. Yeah, yeah, or it's just a massive excuse. To... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, you can. I'll let you handle that. <laughs> um, okay, so what has been kind of your your like personal? You've talked a lot about the the big moments and the things that you've enjoyed during sport. But what's been your kind of personal biggest moment um, since you've started the whole um, journalism site? Um. So we're talking. Uh, about sport thought, yes. Yeah, yeah. Anything, okay. anything to do with sport thought that was kind of your biggest, your biggest moment for you personally. I think it was, it was massive to see. Obviously, that we, we were in the finals for the best new content creator. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, hitting two thousand likes for for us was just massive. Um, 
I don't know what it was about 2000. Um, I just, I think that was where where we like the end goal was really. Yeah, it, yeah. it was like we ne- we never thought of that as something we'd hit quite early on. Um, but no, hitting two, hitting two thousand is is massive for us. And I I know in the intro I, I might have sounded like a bit of a like like I was bragging or something. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It was it was just a massive achievement yeah. for us. Basically, we uh, yeah. we put in so much so much work into into getting this far and to, to, to have 2,000 people like your page and consistently like and share and comment. Yeah, you, you it, guys get a lot of shares. That's the one thing I was quite impressed by. You like, I would I would love for some for that many shares on one of my posts about my podcast. That's like, that's the goal right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, like you said, we, we you've got to select your stories, obviously. Uh, and some some will get more shares than than others, but you've you've got to you've got to take the uh, the rough of the green. Um, sometimes your posts will do excellent. Will, yeah, yeah. But but you can never judge it. You you really can't. Um, there's been plenty of times where we've done articles that we we just wanted to do because the the person is is a good person. We wanted to get their story out, but we thought. Maybe it's not going to hit the heights, um, and it's just completely proven us wrong. And there's been yeah. like a hundred likes, eighty likes, and to to be honest with you, um, early on we we were very much uh, like like driven. Yeah. Um, if if it didn't get over a certain amount of likes, we we like really disappointed and um, like felt like the the article flopped kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, but you you can't think that way because say say an article does get twenty likes, there's there's twenty people that have read that and enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, and that that's the way that's the way you've got to think. You've got to think that although this week or this this uh, today's article didn't um, didn't like please every single person that likes us, that the small majority that did. Got got something out of it, and that's yeah. that's the way you've got to think. You've got to think that um, you can, you can't please everybody all the time. Yeah, no, I'm I, I definitely relate to that massively because, like you know, we mentioned before, um, I can't actually remember if we, if we talked about this off the podcast or on the podcast, but um, the the amount of listens I get isn't something that I necessarily um, not something I wanted to focus on. Um, but I think it's very like you guys at the start. It's very natural to look at how many likes you get. Yeah. Um, and it's one of the reasons why um, Instagram have started taking like counters off posts and things like that. That's interesting. Um, yeah, it's one of those kind of. I'm, I personally haven't really formulated an opinion on that. I don't think it's hit the UK yet. I think it's only in America that like counters disappeared. But um, I, it might happen to the UK soon. So I don't know whether. You know, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that, but in terms of like the, the numbers of the people listening to my podcast, you make a really good point because I, I frequently have to remind myself, you know, firstly, some some episodes that I think can do really well don't don't kind of kick off in the way that I thought they would. Yeah. Uh, and some episodes like, for example, the most listened to episode is called Unscripted with Kurt, where I literally just had a conversation with a, with my mate called Kurt for like an hour and we just chat about literally anything and everything. 
Uh, nice. That has literally the most views out of every every episode I've done. And it's kind of like, well, like you say, you just can't judge it. You just have no idea what how it's who's going to respond to it. And I, I hope, you know, the well over 100 people that listened to Kurt's episode enjoyed that and had a laugh because it was it was hilarious in my opinion. I mean, I had a great time. I found it hilarious. So nice. I'll definitely have to check that one out. It's, it's so funny. I mean, we, I mean, by the end of it, we're talking about the flying spaghetti monster. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just stupid. It's, it's hilarious. I love it so much. I love that conversation. But like, it, I know I didn't expect that to get as many views as it did. Um, and you know, I did the one with the sports psychology guy that you've listened to, and that did not that did not kick off as much as I thought it would. Yeah. So it's kind of you know it just kind of swings around about, isn't it? Like you mentioned, it's kind of just. You, you kind of go with it and that's it but like you say I, i'm trying not to focus on how many people listen to it because i'm sure as you know you know you guys you can some the people listening can tell you guys at sport thought aren't doing this to get more likes no definitely not no you guys are like definitely doing this you can 100 percent tell you guys are doing this because you have a passion for the yeah. grassroots side of you know football wrestling whatever um martial arts all of those yeah and it's the same with me i'm really I really just want to talk to people, but at the same time, I think it is natural, you know, to have to be like, well, how many listens does this get, sort of thing? How many likes did that get, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It is, yeah. it is definitely um, difficult to stay to stay motivated. Like, um, there's there's been patches where I've I've got a whole week without posting anything, and that's really unlike us. Um, yeah, and that's just because. Like it dips, it really does dip your 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 uh, motivation for it. But you've you've got to go through that. You've got to see it out, really, and you just got to keep constantly or consistently posting. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, there looking at your your listens and your, on your like counters, it's it's so easy to compare yourself to people. And yeah, yeah. That that's what's wrong with with the world today, really. Um, you see loads of people that suffer with depression, and this is because of social media. You're 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 constantly comparing yourself to to other people, and that that's what you shouldn't do. You're you're yourself. You you should just focus on what you're good at and what you can bring to the table. It's, yeah. It doesn't matter what's what somebody else on social media is doing. Yeah, that's a really really great point. Yeah, it's actually um, opened up a really nice question um, that I hadn't thought about. So, what kind of as has you know, you've said um, sport has uh, words. Um, sport thoughts has been going for about eighteen months. That's right, isn't it? Yes. Um, so, have you personally learned anything about yourself from in doing numerous people and putting out the content um, over these eighteen months? Wow, have I learned anything about myself? Um, I definitely say I've grown as a person. Like. Um... I've got to know so many different people with so like so many different backgrounds. Yeah. Um, like so many people have helped us out through this journey. Um, I've learned so much about about different sports. Like I said, I I was very much focused on just football. Yeah. Whereas now I've I know so much more about rugby. I know about darts. I know about fighting and like it's um it's definitely like broadened my. I wouldn't say intelligence. It's broadened my like knowledge on on a lot of different things. A lot of like I've learned a lot about people, really. Um, yeah. But has it has it done much else? Um, I've I've learned that 
um, obviously not everybody is interested in getting interviewed. Um, yeah, that's a good point. You know, I've had I've had numerous people. I've approached numerous people, and they've gone, "No, sorry, I don't really want to do that." And I, I always thought, if if someone like my my personal, it might sound very self centered, but if, if someone came towards me and was like, "Do you want to be a podcast?" I'd probably say yes. Yeah, and I I don't know I. But some people have said no that I, that surprised me. I really didn't think um, people would would be so kind of adamant. Like I don't, I just don't want to do this. Um, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we we're quite lucky, really. We've not we've not gone through anything anything too bad in in our eighteen months. We've obviously we've had a few knockbacks, and that's just down to people's preferences. Um, yeah, yeah. We had a bit of a. Uh, have a bad experience with a photographer when we like really early on we we just thought that if if it was posted on facebook we could just use people's photos um yeah, yeah. so we'd done an interview with with somebody um and used photos that they'd used as a profile picture so i thought yeah. if, if they use it as a profile picture then obviously uh we've got we've got the rights to use it yeah yeah and uh, we received a a bit of a threatening in terms of uh, in terms of court yeah. um, message to the Sport Thought account, um, and yeah, that that scared us into uh, to crediting people for uh, for their photos. Yeah, that was a that was a bit of a, a scary. Uh, scary message like we're, we're quite lucky really we've got a good uh a good group of photographers that take uh photos of local games yeah uh such as like event photo wales um with the likes of uh win evans paul skulls there's john john from calicameth um yeah there's, there's a lot of people that, that are quite happy for us to yeah to use their photos um but but some people that that get quite annoyed if you don't um if you don't credit them so if if you're going to take anything away from this podcast is uh, <laughs> ask people's permission before using it yeah yeah or you get it's... scary messages to your account <laughs> we're not going to take you to court and stuff <laughs> yeah oh dear. and it's not nice no, it's not nice, especially when you've only been going for like three weeks. <laughs> three weeks in, and you're going to go to court over a photo. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so that that set us straight. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Lessons learned. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll take a bit of a different tack with this one then, um, and move away from the whole suing court side of stuff. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, mate. I don't <laughs> want to hear about that again. <laughs> um. So, what would you say? I don't know where I'd necessarily post this to get people to listen that might be interested in this, but I'm, I'm personally interested in this. Um, so what would you say to someone that wants to get into sports journalism? Um, I'd say go for it. Um, we, we do everything on Facebook. So you see a lot of, uh, a lot of brands that will post on the website and that, that works for some people, but for us, we like we like post everything straight to Facebook or to Twitter, um, and we don't use website based. Um, yeah, but anybody that's looking to to get into it, I'd say just go for it. Um, there's 
there's so many journalists around and you can learn a lot from from every single one of them but um everyone has their own opinion so it, it's it's never going to get crowded because the way that people write and the way that they they format their work and stuff like that everyone's got their own different opinions so ev- yeah. everyone's opinion matters you know what i mean like yeah yeah and there's there's some people that will will be better focused on like usually what you'll find is that um uh, bloggers or any pages around here will 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 choose a a league or a team or a sport and focus uh primarily on that really yeah um so that's what that's what i'd really say to do is is choose your field, get get to know it well, and um, if you've got a good opinion, then just just start writing about it. Really. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I want to ask that question purely because if someone is listening that would want to know, then it's better to ask now than than for them to never know, sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. If uh, if anyone wants to uh, wants to like ask us any questions and just drop it on the uh on the sport account like yeah yeah, at, yeah. at the end of the day you're gonna, you're gonna have competition wherever you go in what in any field um and competition is good um it really is good it, it makes it makes you um ensure that what you're posting is is of a high standard yeah. um but but i also believe it's good to it's good to support the people that are competition. I'm saying that in quotations because obviously it's it's not you're not competition. It's just people that do something very similar to you. Yeah, yeah. But but support those people, like because because you never know if they know somebody that you want to get in, t- in touch with. You never know. Do you know what I mean if you're feeling low or whatever, and they they can help you out. Do you know what I mean? You can help them yeah. out. It's yeah, yeah. So just yeah, just uh, just give it a go, like yeah, yeah. That's really good advice. Wow, yeah, cool. That's awesome. So um, I just thought of a question. Actually, it kind of relates back to um, whether you've learned much about yourself during the kind of the time that you've been running Sport Thought. But have you have you always been um, such a kind of outgoing and nice person to talk to? Or have you wow. kind of, I've often I've often struggled in terms of the podcast. Like wh- when I first started this, um, I had a lot of um, I can't think of a better word, but maybe like demons. Kind of okay. I, I'm quite I'm quite socially when it comes to meeting someone for the first time or like talking to a stranger, I will often really really struggle. Okay, then um... the podcast has made it much easier for me. So I was wondering if Sport Thought, if you've always been. Um, as kind of hospitable as you are now, or if sports will kind of brought that out of you a bit, maybe. So I definitely say it's helped hundred percent. Obviously, um, I think the best way to to overcome what what you were saying, like demons, is is to do what you're doing really. But that um, for me, I've really always enjoyed talking to people. Um, what what teachers used to say to my parents at parents' evening is, "Craig, he's a lovely lad, makes us all <laughs> laugh." And then my dad yeah. would be like, "Yeah, but what is grades like?" Uh, well, <laughs> less that's less important, I suppose. Yeah, like he's Let's he's not... a lovely lad, <laughs> but um, his grades are just a bit a bit shoddy. <laughs> um, so like I've always had like 
like the gift of the gab, really. Um, and just being able to talk to people. Um, but like I said, uh, academically, I wasn't I wasn't amazing in school. Um, but it, no, it definitely it definitely does help out. Like I, um, I, lo- I love making people smile. I love making people laugh. Yeah. Um, it's it's what like really it really does help me out <laughs> helping other people out basically that's yeah yeah that's one of the reasons i'm i'm in teaching is because i i just love helping students i like passing your knowledge on to other people is is like massive um don't get me wrong i'd be i'd be lying if i told you that craig roberts is just a guy that's 24 7 uh enthusiastic and really upbeat and i've never i've never struggled before in my life um that, that'd be completely wrong to say that um because everybody goes through their rough patch yeah yeah but um i i, I like to try and always think positive I, I like even when i'm in a bad situation i try and think of the positives or or how to fix the bad situation I think it's easy to get caught in a, in a rut, um, like, a, like like we mentioned before, depression as the flight. It's it's very easy, um, yeah. but no, I'd uh, I definitely encourage anybody that is that feels like they're socially like like awkward or any, anything like that. Just go out and speak to people. Um, it's. It'll, it'll help you out a hell of a lot. Like, th- like this podcast will help you out with uh, with getting to know people, and getting to talk to people. You become more confident in yourself. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great way of uh, of getting to know people, getting to uh, to be like a happier you, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's very interesting. That's really great advice as well. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um. Well, we've just just gone past the hour mark. Wow. Yeah. Time flies, isn't it? Yeah. That is that is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um so I mean I haven't forgotten. Um you own a bearded dragon, apart from a uh, full time job and sport thought. Um so what kind of got you into into reptiles? <laughs> oh man. So um basically Christmas Day comes. Yeah. I go downstairs and there's a vivarium there with uh with a bearded dragon in it. <laughs> No way. Um, my dad had just thought, hey, let's get Craig a bearded dragon. <laughs> let's do and, it. <laughs> and eight years later, he's still sat there, probably like in the same position because they don't really move a lot. Yeah. He, he's not dead, though. He still eats. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, he's just still sitting there chilling on his um, on his basking log. Yeah. <laughs> but they're quite interesting creatures, really. Um yeah they, yeah, they don't do a lot. Like people, people say that he's he's very similar to me. Like he just <laughs> just sits there, sits there, sits there and eats. Um, so it's like the perfect pet for me. But um, yeah, yeah it, it was kind of a random one. I just came downstairs at Christmas and he's just there, sat there like baby. Yeah, um, yeah, it was quite <laughs> quite interesting. So since we've had him, we've moved house about seven times. Oh wow. And yeah, he's he's still here. Like, yeah, yeah. I think he's awesome. pretty sick of moving, a bit like me. <laughs> yeah, <can't laughs> not again. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, yeah, that's something interesting about me that not a lot of people know. 
<laughs> That's so cool. Okay, awesome. All right, well, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you today, Craig. Um, One thing I will say. Yeah. I want to know your top three people that you'd want to uh, do a podcast with if you had the choice. Oh. See, don't be saying me to flatter me, you know what I mean? I just did an interview. Damn, that's the first one. Um, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, I often, like I, I mentioned in previous podcasts, you know, I, I prefer an unscripted, um, an unscripted kind of vibe to it. I don't, I don't normally set up questions. Yeah. Uh, again, again, like, you know, I mentioned to you before, I did set up questions for this one because we, we don't know each other. Um, we never really yeah. spoken or, or met. So I did set up some questions just in case um, my, my mind went blank like it frequently does. Um, <laughs> and I was, it again proved to me tonight why I hate setting up questions because you, you went through your background and all the questions I had about your background, you just answered all of them. So I was like, okay, there was no point in me making these questions up. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you just did a great job as a guest, and I did a shocking job preparing for the questions. No, um, not at all, mate. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's difficult, because I wasn't I wasn't expecting this. And you, you, everyone that is interviewed, including you, haven't, you know, you, you haven't seen the questions beforehand. You don't know what I'm going to say. So it's been... It must be must be difficult for you guys to think of answers sometimes, like it is for me right now. I'm just stalling, so I can think. Of... <laughs> um, is this is this like throughout time as well? Can I say someone that's dead? Yeah, go for it. Go for um, it. Well, I hadn't got that far. I just thought I'd ask that. Um... <laughs> You're just stalling, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if you um, want, I'll I'll tell you my three that I'd love to uh, interview. Yeah, go on then. Go for it. So I'm massive Liverpool fan. Yeah. So if I if I got to choose three people to interview right now, the number one is Steven Gerrard. Yeah, yeah. Um, number two is Jurgen Klopp because he's he's just off his rocker, and I know it'd be a cracking interview. <laughs> he's a nutter, yeah. True. Yeah, he's class. Um, number three, uh, I think I think John Barnes would would uh, provide a really good interview. Um, yeah. He's he's got a lot of very very good opinions on uh, the world today and what's wrong with it, what's what needs to be changed, and yeah, it, so it wouldn't be just a football based uh, interview. It it just go all over the place, a bit like a bit like our interview has gone yeah, from yeah. Uh, from like going to the Etihad to having a bearded dragon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, walking down there. Like, I don't know if John Barnes has got a bearded dragon, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, thank you for that. That's given me a bit of time. Um, <laughs> I'd say the first one is probably not. This isn't in like um, order. It's just the first person I thought of that I think I probably would want to talk to. Um, it's probably Barack Obama. Wow. Um, just because I, I, everything he, um, I didn't follow American politics when he was in office. Um, okay. so I don't know the kind of negative sides of what he did. Because um, I know there were some like Obama healthcare or something. He kind of messed up the healthcare system. I'm yeah. I, chatting about stuff that I really don't know about. So if that's totally wrong, I apologise to anyone that's just offended. <laughs> you just I, annoyed so many people. Yeah, I, I know, I know. I've just made a complete, complete mess up of that. Um, I think I chat to him because he's the what he puts off of social media and the way he acts in person, in front of cameras at least, is something that I'm very interested in. Um, the next person would probably be Bradley Wiggins. Oh, um, cool! Because I was I was really big into my cycling, 
um, a few years ago, and he was um, he still is a, like, a massive hero of mine. Um, and I think he's he'd he's hilarious in person as well. So I'm sure it would be an absolutely hilarious podcast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, my third person, I'm having a bit of trouble with, to be honest. Um, there's so many, you know, you've got there's so many options, but at the same time, there's there's none. Um, I think for for a podcast like yourself, someone like Carl Pilkinson would be class. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I maybe like David Tennant along those kind. Of, if it was an actor, say it maybe probably like David Tennant, someone like that. Cool. Yeah. Because he he recent I don't know it wasn't recently, but he once did a challenge. There was a radio show. I don't know if it still goes on, but it's something like um, uh, something about sixty seconds, um, and he went off. Uh, it's it's a challenge where you have to talk for sixty seconds without saying um or oh, wow. a, a pause or anything like that. You have to just continuously talk with no breaks whatsoever, um, no filler words or anything. I've, uh, I've probably failed that about three hundred <laughs> times during this interview. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but he 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 completed that challenge. I've always wow. found it incredible because he completed that challenge and he started with a line from Shakespeare, um, which is something to do with a bear. Oh, why? I've, I, know, I know this line. I've known this line for years. And the time when I have to say it to everyone, <laughs> I totally forget it. This is ridiculous. Um, it's like it's something like um, a bear enters stage left. It's just a ridiculous stage direction from Shakespeare. Like, why would you, why would a bear enter? It's like in, it's in the middle of Hamlet, which is like a quite a dark play. It's like a bear enter stage left. Like, why? Um, so he just goes off on one about a bear entering stage left or something. So that maybe is bonkers. Yeah, may, maybe David Tennant. I had a good um, maybe like oh I don't know Tyson Fury of the world, someone like that maybe. Oh, interesting enough. I've actually I've actually seen Tyson Fury. Oh really? Wow. Because his family owns a caravan park near where I live. No way. So, I, I, it was a rainy day. He, I, this sounds like a great story, but it's really not. The <laughs> <a> really rainy day. <laughs> it was absolutely chucking it down. Yeah. And I'd gone to the local shop, and I walked. I walked around the corner to leave the shop, and there's just this man mountain of a guy stood right yeah. next to the door. Yeah. And he's literally like, he's literally crouched, not crouched, like, like, um, like bending his head down so he doesn't touch the roof. Yeah. With his head. Yeah. Um, and he looked at me like, I'm Tyson Fury. And I looked at him like, you're Tyson Fury. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, this wasn't a time when I was doing sport, I thought. Yeah. And I just, I just walked straight out. <laughs> You're like, nope, I'm not having any of that. <laughs> I, I, com- I completely regret it. Yeah, yeah. I completely regret it because that had been huge. Yeah, yeah. Like, but just at the time, I wasn't, I wasn't doing sport thought, and uh, yeah, that's one I should have kept in the bank, really. Um, but I don't know. Hopefully, one day he comes back. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always a chance. Always a chance. He's a bit busy at the moment, isn't he? So, he is, yeah, he's calling everyone out. Yeah. Um, but I think if I was going to do a video with anybody in the world, it'd have to be The Rock. Oh, that's a great shout. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. think my, my page would absolutely combust. Oh, mate, that's a million views. Easy. <laughs> no luck. So, yeah, I think that's who I'd go with for, yeah. the, uh, for the big one, Mike. Um, maybe, I don't know, 
I really enjoyed his music, but as a person, I don't think he was particularly. Um, he was a bit notorious. Um, maybe like Michael Jackson. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. his music was great, but I'm not sure about the person underneath. I'm not sure. I was thinking then, who is he going for? Like, who yeah. is he talking about? Yeah, R. Kelly. Um, <laughs> yes, that's a good shout as well. There's a there's a few of them that are a bit dodgy, aren't they? Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. Michael Jackson. Wow. Yeah, that that'd be uh, <laughs> especially now. Like, you know what I mean? If I resurrected I him, he's dead. You know, what what's heaven like? Oh, sorry, what's hell like? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I wonder if he's gone to the good place. Uh, I don't know. Not... Let's let's not talk about that, mate. Didn't he? Not... Yeah, no, no, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe um, maybe like David Attenborough or something as well. That's a good shout. Like that. Oh, mate, that'd be... imagine David Attenborough doing football commentary. Can oh, that would be incredible. Wow, wow, <laughs> that that is like the perfect mix, man. <laughs> literally, literally. But... That is like roast potatoes and gravy. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> happy days. Oh, dear. I, I could die happy if I heard that. Well, maybe like Morgan Freeman as well. Morgan Freeman. He's oh, man. Legend. Legend. Yeah, that'd be... I'd, like I said, I'd die happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, yeah. if I could witness that, I'd die happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, literally the voice of God. Can't You can't beat that. Oh, man. Be the best day of my life. <laughs> yeah. oh, perfect. All right. Um, okay. Well, it, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you very much for, for having me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't like advocate enough the work that you guys are doing. And then for everyone that's listening, um, if you haven't yet checked out Sport Thought and given them a like, please, please go and do it. Because as you can tell, they're really genuine guys that just want to grow the grassroots sports of Wales and Liverpool and beyond hopefully in the future so yeah please please give them a like um have a chat to them if you're at all interested in sport journalism um yeah so um Craig I'll let you know when I'm you know posting this etc excellent thank you if you've if you've got any you've you've mentioned a lot of people um during the podcast if you've got any more shout outs now's the time oh um I'd like to Obviously, the people the people I've mentioned have helped me out massively. Um, yeah, yeah. Every single person that I've interviewed, um, there must be over a hundred by now. Yeah. Um, every single person that likes the page, that shares, comments, a- anything like that, I I truly appreciate it. I didn't ever think that we would get to two thousand likes. It's a massive achievement for me, and I and I hope that. Uh, we could bring you more content that you that you really enjoy. Um, yeah, yeah. I hope that during this podcast, I've I've not made a fool of myself, and I've no, not at all, not at all. And I've done uh, I've done okay. Um, and if I if I've forgotten to thank somebody that has helped me out throughout this journey, I'm really sorry. I've mentioned a lot of names. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, anybody that's helped me, anybody that likes the page. Thank you very much, and I hope to carry on uh, producing content that you enjoy. Yeah, what a lovely way to end the podcast. Um, yeah, I'll see you all in the very near future. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.